Hi, folks. Welcome to the Jay and Dan podcast. With all the news that's fit to print, it's now four weeks in a row, and there's no question these guys mean business. Sexy Mike can now read and wrote an email. <laughs> Patrick the Hattrick is now beloved in the city that rhymes with fun. And Ian, my favorite human being, has proved once again that khakis will never go out of style. Oh, now wait a minute, this just in. Rob Ford and the Wendy's chicks have hooked up once again. It seems they booked a trip using Trivago, and when they showed up to their hotel, they found a homeless man claiming to be Scott Bakula's <laughs> brother in their room. The Wendy's chick said, and I quote, If I can bang Rob Ford on a random red couch, then I can certainly do a three-way with some homeless guy in a shitty hotel room. And that's all the news that's fit to print. Hit it, Patrick. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Dad. Dad. Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, officially episode number 25 in the Fox era, brought to you by our brand new sponsor. Oh, we do have a theme song, though. Oh, yeah. Got to bring this one from the vault. Great. Love that That's song. great. Um, That's great. Wow, Engineer Jim. Yay, we're back. Starting that off. That was, that was a lot of creativity when it did. Love the uh, the news read, but at one point you almost turned into Santa. At one point <laughs> when you went, oh, and then you stopped yourself, and then you did a bit of Dracula. Sounded like a <laughs> little well. Vincent Price, maybe. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. So, you were you, do you come up with this stuff on the way to work from Coldwater Canyon? You're driving along. and Yeah, actually. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Like and while that. while we're getting ready um, before we do the podcast, you know, I loved it. Have I some ideas awesome. and kind of jot some things down. How do you like the spank? You're wearing a Spanky's hat from Spanky's Love bar. Love the Spanky's hat, Peterborough, Ontario. By the way, my sister, yeah, my sister who uh, lives in Peterborough, Ontario, she said Spanky's. You can't get into the place. It's too busy. Yeah, we we totally deserve credit for that. She says well, every time <laughs> there's like a, an hour and long big lineup. city can too. A big, big city. an hour long. It's lineup. not a very big, big bar though. I mean, it's no. a pretty you know, it's a, it's a basically a pub. So why would you line up to get in? There? So remember when you're vacationing this summer yeah. in beautiful Peterborough, Ontario, Canada, visit Spanky's on Hunter Street. Could you, sp- <laughs> could you spend two weeks vacationing in just Peterborough? I'm not talking about the Lake Country, the Kawarthas around it. Of course you could. Just two weeks in Peterborough. Yeah. Yeah, what would you do each and every day? A different bar through. each day, all day at the bar. What would you do during the day? Morning. Uh, you, you go to Lansdowne Place. It's a great bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to try a different uh, energy drink. Um, I'm continuing my experiments. This one's with Runna Clean Energy. Last week's experiment did not go well. R- Runna? You like 
the runs? <laughs> I hope it doesn't give me the runs. <laughs> That'd be uh, awesome if you just this, got violent diarrhea. This one is, it's got guayusa, is an all-natural Amazon leaf that delivers a clean energy boost to bring you back to your awesome self. This combination of natural caffeine and healthy polyphenols Polyphenols? You're like Mike reading that will, Bible. Will activate your amazing focus and love for the things you do. By the way, Mike uh, corrected you on that Aki Berry thing. That was one of my favorite moments of the New Era podcast. Oh, what is it, Akai? <laughs> yeah, that's what you said, Akai, right? yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike just uh, introduced uh, the oh, newest yeah. member of the uh, Canadian Hall of Fame, Wall of Fame. Rachel McAdams, it's a high school graduation photo. Yeah, very cool. Way to go, Rachel McAdams. Still lives in Toronto's Little Italy, I believe. She star of there. The Notebook. She was star of The Notebook. She, she was star of The Facts of Life. She was, she was in star, star Wars. Of, she was in Danger Bay. Uh, Big hits. Lots of great movies. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Seems like a normal, nice person. Man, it's, uh Who's this guy again? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> is that really his back? Is that yeah? His, yeah. That's no hair. Photoshop. Hair on a back. Man, he's got to get that wax, dude. Oh. Okay, we got to get to some housekeeping. Oh, okay. okay a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people fact check, and a lot of people like to follow up on things okay. on the podcast. Okay. Right. One of them is uh, right. our infamous Trivago. Trivago guy. Oh, the homeless Scott Bakula. Yeah. Someone's sent a tweet this week said. Not only does he look like a hobo, but he can't even say room right. Oh. So we have to, uh, I haven't not gone back to see how he says room. This has not been doctored. Uh, Patrick, can we have a listen? Did you notice that there's so many prices out there for the exact same room? Trivago does the work for you and instantly compares prices for over 600,000 hotels from over 100 different websites. So instead of searching for hours and spending too much, Trivago makes it easy to find the ideal hotel for the best price. Just go to Trivago.com. Is he trying to get, you get go, us into his room? And with two clicks, select your check-in, your check-out dates, and search. It's that simple. Trivago searches hundreds of websites at the same time and shows you the most popular hotel. Hey, Trivago, why don't you f***ing sponsor this podcast? We just gave you 30 seconds of free advertising. Select a number of stars. Holy crap, this commercial boring. Well, he did say the room. I thought the top. He said room. How do you say room? Room. He just said room. 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 There for the exact same room. He kind of goes down. He goes room. Maybe it was uh, maybe it was someone from Atlanta, Canada, and they were like, "He doesn't say rum, rum by." <laughs> There's no rum. There's no rum in here. We got no rums at the end by. And you dropped an f bomb. I wanted to bring up another point. Mike Whoa. left another one of my swear no, words was, in was last you. week. That was last you. Week. Oh, just now I did. Yes. Just now oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. But so, we'll get that one this time. But do you do you de- is that a deliberate thing, Mike? You're doing that? No, just- not at all. <laughs> Just, just one a podcast? No. Well, I mean, actually, if there's just one, technically, that's that's. It's okay. kind of like, like PG thirteen rating. You got yeah. one per movie. But well, it's kind of like find like where's Waldo? Like find find the F bomb. People Why do not, find eh? it. Yeah, they, they do. And someone's response was, "Don't forget your roots." What? I didn't yeah. swear when way, I was in Canada. Way to go, Dan! Looks like you've changed since you've come to California. <laughs> and another. <laughs> <laughs> and another. Don't forget your roots. You were a stable boy in Peterborough. Another follow-up uh, on the Wendy's girl, uh, Kyle Libby, who we mentioned. A prostitute. We mentioned on the podcast before. What is his? What's his job? Executive producer. Kyle Libby's in charge of our whole, all of our highlights. 
Uh, so he says, Toolsy, the Wendy's girls rocking shorts in their new commercial. Ooh. Perhaps they got your memo and they're attempting to make her less of a bully and more approachable. So I immediately responded, how do shorts make someone more approachable? Take a look at me. How See, I'm running. Do I look, right? I'm running for the I, hills. I, look, I'm approachable. I'm running. Yeah. Because... Vader! Oh, no. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> Hi. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sorry, I thought <laughs> Vader was coming. Take care. Uh, Jay just got a drink dropped off. Who is that? <laughs> Beck? Ben. Ben. Ben? Ben? Patrick, you've been fired? Oh, that's Ben. Have I met Ben? No. I don't think I have. I've never met Ben. Okay, so can the... <laughs> I feel no, really bad. Vader! <laughs> I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Uh, your short point does not, does not point. hold any... Uh, any juice. Why not? My short point holds juice. No, because the shorts <laughs> mean closer to the coming out. To the penis coming out? <laughs> yes. You're saying the Wendy's woman is a man? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. I should just drop trout, just like a big, red, furry bunch of bush and a freckly cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freckly cock. Wendy's. It gets better. Or what is it? It's better? <laughs> Wendy's, it gets better. Wendy's, don't worry, it gets better. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's what they tell young gay men in high school. Where is the butter? <laughs> Sorry, I said Deacon. In. So, Kyle... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Um, another thing, new development in the kind of the, the, <laughs> the summertime country song. Oh, summertime tube top time. It uh, it's been recorded into a single. Oh, really? Did someone put yeah. it into? Oh, this is going to be good. so. Here for the first time ever is fun time, summertime, <laughs> country time. It's uh, it's it's made its way to the airwaves. Driving in the truck, windows down, hitting the dirt road in town. One thing on my mind is gonna go down, and that is two times, summertime, all time, all time, drinking, drinking, water time. I like it. Let's just say Engineer Jim wasn't on the boards on this one. <laughs> that's, I, uh, that's Vince O'Toole singing this. Um, he recorded it into his computer, his, his iPod. Uh, was, is this on, uh, what's the Apple Pro mm. Garage Band? He got the, the lyrics bang on. I think the chorus is fantastic. Why doesn't Vince come down here? Jim could record him. Yeah. Well, he apologized. I he says I couldn't record around. I'm like, well, you recorded in your house. You don't have a recording studio, so. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time he got one. And I think he, I think he bailed on the one lyrics he sent me because he, the one was, my daddy ain't fifty, but he can't wait to see those big old bitties. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Is, it? Is that the second? Yeah. Oh, can we can we hear that part again? Sorry. Let's go back. Down, 
Can you apologize to Ben for me? Just a pity. Never seen none like them. Take old pities. I don't know what's been open, but it's a lie. Okay, we'll have to come back with cleaner audio. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have to strain to hear it. We'll have yeah. to come back with cleaner audio. I like the lyrics. I feel like like with a quality producer engineer like yep. Jim at the boards. This is a good workshop we've got I'd going be, here. I'd be into it. This yeah. is this is like an artist workshop. So we're working on a on a song with everyone. And we're workshop the whole podcast is a workshop. We're workshopping all sorts of different projects. <laughs> so uh, thanks Vince O'Toole. <laughs> Uh, for sending that in. We need uh, to call Vince again sometime. See how he's doing. Vince actually was asking, he goes, are you not allowed to talk about your mangled childhood anymore <laughs> now that you're at Fox? I'm like, well, it hasn't really come up. Oh, we have to call him. And then, Let's give uh, him a call. We, uh, then he brought up the, the Monopoly thing. I think I, I said, we already told that story, didn't we? Probably. With Someone Ken- will know. With Kentucky. Kentucky Avenue. I don't remember. It's all a blur. Well, Canada's all a blur. Just to recap, I wasn't uh, I wasn't invited to the reindeer games as a child. <laughs> so while the older kids played Monopoly, I was left on the sidelines. You mean your brothers and brothers and sister? Yes, we're playing Monopoly, and you were off on the side playing with rocks, <laughs> probably throwing them at them. You sure, are cute kid. So I taught them a lesson. I said, "Okay, I can't play the game," and I wait until they weren't paying attention to me. Did you make that hand movement. All yeah. right. I made sure they weren't paying attention. I went and grabbed Kentucky Avenue and whoosh, and wiped my bum with it. Oh wow! And I don't think we've heard that. That. <laughs> That Kentucky Avenue card is still there. After taking your ass cheese. <laughs> wow. And did you now how did you wipe your bum? Did you go straight up or well, here, did you go kind of out the crack like a credit card in a slot? Well, of? here's the thing. I had not just gone to the washroom. I had I was just walking around and I realized after swiping the card on my bum, yeah. I didn't wipe that well. Oh god. Oh, were you that kid, Dan? Yeah, yeah I was You were that kid. That's Vince reminded me of that story. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. to get uh, we have to get Vince mm-hmm. back on the the, the podcast. Um, hey, I wanted to uh, bring one quick thing up. Uh, NHL on TSN superstar insider Darren Dreger uh, was on uh, with our friend Dustin Nielsen okay. of the Team 1260 Radio in Edmonton last week, and <laughs> I happened to be up. Why was I up? Oh, because we were flying to San Francisco, and I saw some early tweets. And so uh, apparently something happened to Dreger in the course of this interview. So I asked Dustin to send us the audio, and here it is. They score seven goals. They chase Henrik Lundqvist in game five. Does any of that carry over to game six? Hmm. I would say it does, but it'll depend on the start again for the New York Rangers. For the most part, the Rangers have been lights out good out, you know, off the opening face-off. The Montreal Canadiens got the first goal the other night. That's huge at the Bell Centre. It'll be the same for the New York Rangers if they can do that at Madison Square Garden. 
<laughs> well, I hope he's okay. <laughs> Sounds like he fell off of something there. Phrase um, tracking what? back down because I do want to get his thoughts on the upcoming uh, game tonight Is that it? between the Montreal Canadiens and the New York Rangers. And I know everybody we talk to says, you know, momentum doesn't carry over. And it, you know, that could be true. If you watch game one of that series, the Rangers what put up seven. I think everything's going. The Canadians <laughs> come back and play extremely well in game two, push the pace in game two, carried the play, uh, but Henrik Lundqvist stole one. Uh, but let's make sure everything's okay with Darren Drager. Drager, it sounded like you fell over or something. You all right? No, you know what oh. happened? Okay. <laughs> I was, I'll be honest, I, uh, I was about to cough. So I turned, and as I coughed, I dropped my phone. <laughs> Dragger. So it was kind of a there dog is. type moment. Uh, <laughs> kind of a So what do you? <laughs> 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 like what? Oh, you, poor bastard! Did, does he not know how to hold a phone? <laughs> I don't think he does. And you'd think he would because all he does is spend time on the phone. In fact, there might be no human in North America who may, spends more time on the phone than Dregs. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty. You know, he would be here in L.A. right now to cover the Stanley Cup final. I that's right. James Duffy's here. Uh, Darren Drager. Darren Drager. Bob McKenzie. Aaron Ward. um, Howie Meeker. Chico (laughs) Resch. Rogi Vashaw. I I know. Rogi's already here. Rogi, is he? Yeah, I I guess so. Is he retired here? I think he's a goalie coach for the Kings, isn't he? Is he? Let me check that. Uh, so those guys will be here. Hopefully we're going to hook up with them. Um, they are staying no- nowhere near us, and I don't like to venture far yeah, from home, so I doubt that's going to happen. Like, they're staying in Marina Del Rey, just to sort of give you a, an idea. Nowhere the f*** near the arena that they're <laughs> going to be covering the games at. Like, I understand the concept of wanting to be by the beach, but don't, wouldn't it be better to be by the arena and then go to the beach? Hey, that makes more sense to me. I'm I'm not on any of them. I'm and then if something guys. happens, it's like, oh, we gotta call these guys back. No problem. I'm just masturbating in my hotel room. I'll be right <laughs> over just as soon as I'm finished with my Mister Bisson. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned were... Dreger. He probably masturbates on when he's on the phone. He's like, ah, and oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then he drops the phone. <laughs> you mentioned. Oh, that's so good! <laughs> Drop the phone again. Sorry. I'm not picturing him how he hangs on the phone, like with two, two fingers, like a pizza, like tiny pizza box. He's like, he's it's like, wa- I've got your pizza. Oh god! <laughs> he's like a waiter with a tray, but the tiniest tray ever. Here are your hors d'oeuvres. Oh god! I dropped. <laughs> I didn't make any sense. <laughs> no, he's Can we hear the point at which he coughs and then drops it? Do we know where that is? Poor Patrick. Sorry, Patrick. (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) Patrick's like, yeah, I can't work miracles. They score seven goals. They chase Henrik Lundqvist in game five. Does any of that carry over to game six? Hmm. I would say it does, but it'll depend on the start again for the New York Rangers. For the most part, oh, he's the Rangers right have been oh, lights out he's, good he's uh, you know, off the opening faceoff. The Montreal Canadiens got the first goal the other night. That's huge at the Bell Center. It'll be the same for the New York Rangers if they can do that at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> well, I hope he's okay. <laughs> uh, don't we all?
So, okay. So you turn a sec. <coughs> Hi, guys. I'm back. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. Okay, so you mentioned we were uh, in San Francisco. We went up there for a CIBC oh, yeah. event. This is a Canadian bank, Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. Uh, a lot of their investors were uh, in San Francisco for a function. Uh, Jay and I went up and said hello. It's my first time to San Francisco. What a beautiful city. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Can't wait to go back. It's yeah. a lot of a lot awesome. of hills. Very hilly. Um, cable cars. So Jay and I do these uh, functions uh, throughout, uh, usually in Canada, but we did this one there because it was all Canadians. And um, it didn't start off so well. Didn't go that well <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, well, Jay was insistent on making fun of the CIBC boss who was in the room. So his employees were like, ah, ha, ha. no, 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 no. I was making fun of Jerry McCaughey, the CEO of all CIBC. But the president of CIB Asset Management yes. was in the room. And I was reading an email that he had sent to the woman who hired us, <laughs> specifically laying out things we were not to include in our opening video. And I just I just read that email to everyone. <laughs> I thought it was funny, you know. And, and I she, loved it. She thought it was funny. But, yeah, he didn't think it was that funny. Like, looking back at him, I, I kind of looked at him a few times. I don't think he liked us at all. I think, she, well, I was worried she was going to get fired for hiring us. Well, have you checked in? She's, no, she, she emailed. She oh. said everything's good. In fact, I think she said she... Well, don't read any more emails. <laughs> no, she... <laughs> Hi, Dan. Oh. I've never got an email. Hi. <laughs> she sent it to me, but she addressed it to you. <laughs> we should bleep out her name so she doesn't get in trouble. Can we okay. bleep her name? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mike, that's that's the Mike's um, like, no, I'm going to let that it. fall through. Okay. Yeah. okay, it says, hi, Dan. Thanks again for joining us on Thursday. You and Dan. Okay, so again, it says, hi, Dan, and then it says, you and Dan. Hi, Dan. Thanks again for joining us on Thursday. You and Dan brought a fun twist to our event. <laughs> they had an astronaut. They had um, Chris Hadfield the night before, Canada's astronaut, and then they go to us clowns next. And it was Who should we awful. hire for this event? <laughs> Let's get the commander of the International Space Station and then the two... So anyway, it says, hi, Dan. Thanks again for joining us. You brought us a fun twist to the event. I can thankfully say I am still employed by CIBC. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you know what's weird? Like, we didn't think it went that well. We told jokes. We told stories. It, some of them went over okay. I, I wasn't sure. But then afterward, people came up to us and were like, that was great. <laughs> that was wonderful. You guys were awesome. So well, you never know. But it was just something different. It wasn't like a boring seminar. So they probably, it could have been a cat licking itself and they would have said the same thing probably. Next, <laughs> next time, let's just bring a cat and put like peanut butter on its taint and then just have the cat just lick itself the whole time. Is that how you get a cat to lick itself? I think they just do it. They're very clean animals. Can I make a quick update here? Oh, we've got an update. Corner gas. Remember last oh, week yes. we were talking about big. the corner gas. Big movie. development. Uh, I've been in contact with Brent Butt. Brent Butt wants us in the Corner Gas movie. Yeah! Oh, yes! So it's, so it's gone further than the email or the tweets that we were sending correct. each other? Correct, yes. I've been uh, direct messaging with Brent Butt about this. Wow, so this they're going great. to discuss it this week, what kind of role we might yeah. 
be involved in, it. whether it's just as extras or whatever, which is kind of what I want. I don't yeah. really even want a speaking part. I just want to be eating at the diner, like eating, drinking Vico and eating like fries We and could gravy. be talking on cell phones and then I'm yeah. coughing to attack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, why do you drop your cell phone whenever you cough? We say, well, that's how professionals do it, okay? Just ask Darren Dreger, <laughs> okay? He'll tell you. Uh, another weird thing happened to me this week, and I was oh. in... Uh, Palm Springs, California. Easy name dropper. And uh, I was uh, having some some dinner with my wife and parents, and uh, I see this this dude come over over to me, and he says, "Is your name Jay?" And I said, "Yeah." And he says, uh, "I'm Signor Mobley, uh, Signor Mobley, former yeah, Edmonton Eskimo star linebacker of the Canadian Football League." I yep. said, "Hey, yeah, nice to see you, man. What's going on?" So we chatted for a little bit. And he, he said he's retired there. He's retired in Palm Springs, 41 Perfect. years old. He, he did pretty well in the CFL yep. to be able to retire that, that young. Uh, and so he's doing well there. But then he left, and then he came back and said, hey, do you have Dodger tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, no, I don't. <laughs> so he left and came back to ask He left. That. And I was like, yeah, it was a great chat. Then we're eating. And then all of a sudden he came back and said, yeah, Dodger tickets? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, f-. And he was dropping F-bombs left and right in front of my parents, too. It's like, oh, it's f***ing great. I really f***ing love it. just being here and beautiful f***ing weather. I don't make it back to Edmonton that f***ing much. My mom and dad are just like, you know, maybe now that back. What are you f***ing looking at? You f***ing Canadians. You have f***ing tickets? All those F-bombs I dropped will be in the podcast. <laughs> Every one of them. Every one of them. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jay's beep, 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 beep. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're that bad. <laughs> Classic Botticello. Um, and also, we're still getting uh, some housekeeping done from when we were on our layoff. We went to CropSphere in Saskatchewan. Because oh, when yeah. you think uh, farming and you think crops, you think game. Damn. Absolutely, you do. They had us uh, come talk to the uh, the group, and we uh, filmed a video after for the CropSphere website or a crop website. And he asked, "Where can I go? Where can I go pee, Uncle?" So he said, uh, <laughs> oh, "The other just... side of that wagon." Launching in the middle of a story. So that that went over as bad, as well as it did. Oh, uh, we should the, uh, we should set this up. We are in a tunnel <laughs> at a convention center. Yeah, we're at a, we're at the Saskatoon Convention Center downtown. We're b- backstage, so the audio might be. A we're little. right by like the the hot and cold pipes that are clearly labeled wherever you go. We're where the shit is flowing. Through. <laughs> we're where the shit flows. The way you told it, I don't know if people knew that was the punchline. Oh. I think they're waiting for more. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Uh, that's the the story of my life. Always waiting for more. That <laughs> <laughs> could be the title. Of your so book. how should I tell it next time? Because it's like. You have to almost be like more like you have to be. You have to make a statement as the uncle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like hey, at the I'm probably, uh, probably not going to tell it again ever. Yeah, maybe you should just drop it. Yeah, that one's uh, stricken from the repertoire. But I think I, everything else went well. Jay uh, read a letter from Toronto Mayor Rob Ford. Yeah, oh, Rob yeah. Ford was uh, supposed. It sounds to be like we're eavesdropping on someone's conversation. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Patrick, we joined the conversation midway into the conversation. But that's when you told him to start it. I did. Yeah. yeah. Did I? Yeah, yeah, you did. I was there. I didn't think so. <laughs> Drop my phone. Sorry, Patrick. It's my fault. Maybe. You always, yeah, no. let's start at the beginning. We'll just get a big, bit of the beginning. <laughs> bit of the beginning. Ooh. Oh, that sounds nice. Ooh. 
Oh, there it is. Real, Real agriculture. agriculture. I like that. You can visit their website. Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com. We have a very special treat today. We are here with Canadian celebrities. Oh, can we pause it for a sec? Can we go back and hear the way he says RealAgriculture.com? A lot of farmers listen to us while they're out in the field. That's true. So hi to the farming community. Hello to the farming community. Uh, If you're out, uh, one of my friends who I grew up with, who's a farmer near Athabasca, Alberta, said, I'm putting the bulls out with the cows this week. So in other words, I'm going to force these animals to f*** for money. <laughs> um, f*** for money. It's well known I grew up on a pig farm. So after the pigs would do their business, I had to go in with a high-pressure sprayer and get the jizz off the, the cement. <laughs> yeah. So sticky. How have you never told this? So you were very familiar at a young age about the stringiness of semen (laughs) when it gets wet. Yeah. 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 I'm just a pig farmer from Peterborough. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wipe that from my brain. Wow. So how did how did your dad say that to you? Like, was he like, "Listen, go out, spray the jizz off." I'd just be there. you just well-known. you got to clean up the pen when they're done. But how did he actually no say No one it? wants like, a messy bed when they go He just said, down. clean up the pen. Well, I don't remember the term, but he never used jizz. He, he didn't say, oh, there's a lot of pig sperm out there. <laughs> we got to get our hands on more balls. That guy had a big load. He had a big load. You probably want to bring some extra pressure spray. <laughs> get your hand off my penis! Okay, sorry. Can we hear the way he says realagriculture.com? Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com. <laughs> oh, was he? Here Sean. Here Sean, Sean was drinking. Loaded. Here. Let's hear it again. I love that. With RealAgriculture.com. <laughs> very special treat today. We are here with Canadian celebrities, Jay and Dan. Uh, from the Jay and Dan podcast, formerly with TSN, now with Fox Sports 1. How's it going, guys? It's great. Great. I'm glad you picked uh, this uh, location for the interview. This is really backstage. <laughs> this is backstage. Back <laughs> like, we're just waiting for the restaurant truck to go through, and this is where the lips and hooves of the farm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I need to go tell these people to be quiet. Yelling at the kitchen stuff. We're just joking. Okay, this makes no sense if you can't see it because there's too much noise. And, oh, but Mike and, Mike and Patrick will, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see it, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But then if you're in, in the combine, which you're not at this time of year, but you know what I mean, if you're out on the field. Yeah. Was that? Is there an earthquake? What was that? Might have been. It's our one microphone. We'll put the video in the YouTube. Thanks, okay, Mike. that's good. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Thanks, Patrick. Okay, we've got to that, and then we've got one more thing to get to. What's that? This is a commercial from the 80s someone sent us. Johnson Boating. Oh. Did you see this? This no. is a real commercial. I checked, and it's a legit commercial. I love this. Here we go. You've got your sunrise. You caught a prize. You, you're making your Johnson. Holiday <laughs> nights, summer whites. You, your friends, and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails. You, your kids, and your Johnson. What? Saturday nights, distant lights. You, your girl, and your Johnson. Oh, that makes more sense. Nice tagline Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. That is adorable. That's so Johnson Outboard Motors, I think they're bought by uh, Bombardier now. Oh, okay. But that's a legit commercial. And you, I can't believe we haven't played that before. That's a, that's a dandy. That's you, a dandy. your girl, and your Johnson. Yeah, you and your whore and your Johnson. But Under- you and your kids and your Johnson was a bit much. Yeah, come on, Johnson. Jeez, Patrick, <laughs> come on.
Couldn't have beat that out. <laughs> you sure, cute kid. Did I have one more? The two, the Drager email, and I had one more, didn't I? What's this it's one? Good. I, I finally had brought a list so we could get to this. <laughs> so it's like uh, 25 years since Skydome opened. Is that right? 25 years? So um, this was the CBC. I just want to play, see if you recognize the person on this video, Toolsy. Okay. This is a CBC special, the opening of Skydome. This will be easy. Big easy. special opening of Skydome. Here we go. First of all, I love the promo. I love the promo right before the opening. So check this out. It's a night of stars, a celebration of excellence. Alex Trebek is host as celebrities gather to honor the greats. The NHL Awards, Wednesday. Okay, here we go. Danger Here's Bay, one. starring Donnelly Rhodes, tomorrow on Danger CBC Bay? Television. I mean, okay. Come on, right? What a show. Here we go, CBC. Okay, CBC, we got it. Good evening, everyone. I'm Brian Williams. Tonight, we are going to celebrate. It is the opening of the world's first purpose state-of-the-art dome stadium with a fully retractable roof. <laughs> Join us. We're on our way to the opening night celebration. Now, pause it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. All I can think of now is when anyone, any broadcaster is talking, is Dreger dropping phone. <laughs> Brian Williams. Brian should have had a phone in his ear. But at the time, there were no cell phones. That's right. So he would have, but the technology wasn't available to him. Okay, so it was... Whoa, what a... Oh, right? The roof is actually clean. Right? On the sky at home. It's white. Brand new. The opening no. of Skydome. A celebration. Starring your host, Alan Thick. Yes. Special guest stars in alphabetical order, Tommy Ambrose. Andre Felipe. Whoa, whoa, stop a sec. You really have to specify they're in alphabetical order. Yes, because you don't want to give one person more precedent than the other, okay. right? It's like it's like Oh, that's okay. a big get. Teresa Pitts. Don't know. Right. <laughs> Liberty Silver. All right. Some prostitutes. James Thomas. Oh, Doug McKenzie. David Clayton Thomas. No idea. <laughs> Glass, Glass, Glass Tiger. Tiger. Yes. And the Toronto Symphony. Okay. That's the an interesting group. <laughs> All right. And the Ontario Provincial Police Golden Helmets Motorcycle Precision Team. That sounds really weird. Okay, that's enough. Well, can I, I want to oh, see this now. Oh, you want to see Okay, Okay, so now they're showing it. Oh, it kind of looks like the opening Ladies ceremonies of an Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Alan Thick and Miss Andrea Martin. Oh, how good is that, right? It's Alan Thick emerging from the abyss. Oh, they're singing. Okay, I don't need, I can't watch that. I can't watch that. Right? <laughs> oh, right? Boy. Brian Williams in a tux in a helicopter. Wow, that was a big event. And then the open, like, no one does that for the opening of a stadium anymore. No, no it's true. No one does. It was a big deal, the Sky Dome. And then a year and a half later, it was out of date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, like, man. they, I, I've said it on this podcast before. Rogers, take some dynamite, just stuff it in the seats, implode that whole stadium. You no. got the land for free, and then build a nice new one. It's fantastic. Cost too much. There's nothing wrong with that stadium. It's garbage. It's like a big toilet bowl. <laughs> but is it like going now, like going to a theme park where when you were a kid, the rides were great, like Boy. the roller coasters were out. Now you go back and it's just. Perfect analogy, yeah. Patrick. Patrick, Mike. Thanks. Exactly. Like, it's like when you go there now, it's depressing. 
It's sad it. and depressing. Yeah, it's never so. full. Yeah, they're getting, they're getting crowds back now uh, when the roof's open. I guess. Oh, this podcast came to a screeching halt. <laughs> oh, yeah. This one's a good one, too. Uh, we got a, another video. One more. Okay, one then more. we'll be gone. Ah, didn't see you there. Me and my buddy here have been expecting you. My sticky buddy, Sully here with the... Oh, excuse me, I've got some pussy hair on me. Check that (laughs) out. It's a sticky roller designed to clean up any mess. Poodles, pussies, people, you name it. Use it as a back scratcher. You can rinse it off, dry it off, jerk it off. I don't care what you do with it or where the hair even came from. Silks, suede, swag. (laughs) Ladies, I don't care how smelly or hair your carpets are. My rubber fingers get in there deep. Just rinse it off for a nice beverage. Wipe it off. (laughs) Do all kinds of shit with it. Aren't you tired of ripping your hair out because you're trying to drive and the kids are making a fucking mess? You'll be making so much money it pays itself off. Ooh, precious food. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Can we go back to that precious Thanks, food? <laughs> Everybody has an evil cat or an annoying dog. Use it to groom them or even yourself. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, a sticky is $20, but a sticky buddy is only $10.99. You'll also get a cover. You gotta use protection. Even if it's a quickie, wrap that sticky. Stop rolling up your money with those old lint rollers. The fuck is wrong with you? Check out the suggestively sized sticky buddy. You're gonna want to stroke it, but not too much. It'll make a mess. Hide it in your purse. 007, leave it somewhere as a pleasant surprise. And like I said before, I have magic rubber fingers that get deep into your hairy cracks. Get some buddies for just $10.99. But wait, there's more. If you have jumbo-sized oh pubes, we got a jumbo-sized <laughs> sticky bunny. Who let Spider-Man in the house? The cat's flipping turds everywhere. Who keeps flicking their boogers under the bed? But you know what? The hair that you find is yours to do with as you please. Why not make a toupee or break out the turbo snake? All of these guys will be your buddies with their rubber fingers for just ten ninety nine. Ask about free shipping. Now get out of my house. Isn't that right, Mr. Wuss Wuss? Oh my... Oh my uh, god. Who, who did that video, Patrick? <laughs> you should give credit to it. That's by uh, Jabooty Dubs. Jabooty Dubs. Good job, Jabooty Dubs. Can we go back to the old lady <laughs> and the other thing before that? Oh my god. Uh, that was good. So, again, he's just uh, voicing over the Sticky Buddy commercial um, with, his, with his own highlights. The old lady part. Oh my god. I don't think I've ever heard anything as funny as that. Why is someone calling me? <laughs> This is classic toolsy. Classic toolsy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Everybody has an evil cat or an annoying dog. Use it to groom them or even yourself. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Wow! <laughs> Normally a sh- <laughs> And the other one, oh, the food. That, oh, the that food. precious food. It's right before that, Patrick. Oh, the, food. the precious food. Oh my God, that's gold. Mike, are, are you all right? Who found I'm that? About you. You don't seem happy today. Can't say much. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Fucking mess. You'll be making <laughs> so much money. It pays itself off. Ooh, precious food. <laughs> 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 
Ooh. Ooh, that's good. Oh, oh my God, that's gold. Cool. Uh, Thanks. Okay, we better buddy. start getting to our, our guests here. Um, oh, this has been a fun a fun time. When you say, guys, big hand for everyone. Just, Are we finished? Yeah, it's over. This is it. Uh, we're going to bring on our uh, first of our three guests. Um, a guest and then our two regulars. Yeah. Uh, Darren Pang, our NHL insider, some uh, uh, wandering around the he halls. He is probably afraid to walk. We're going to go to the five-minute major and uh, talk about the Stanley Cup final because he's been here with us the entire um, conference final. Darren Pang, oh, everyone. He, there's no one there. Yeah, there's <laughs> no left. one there. Hang on. I think he left. Panger? Panger? He, Darren Pang. He, he left. Little Panger left? He, he waved. I said, okay, come on in. Wow. Uh, we do have Taggart. I guess we've been stood up. Yeah. Good Ooh, old Taggart. Yeah. Okay. Panger. Okay. Panger. Yeah. May, do you mind, Patrick? Okay. Patrick's going to go track Panger down. While, while Patrick's doing that, why don't we talk to Taggart? Yeah, we're going to talk to okay. Jeremy Taggart, and okay. we're going to um, get did a story from the Did you see Tag? Did you see Pang in there? Apparently, Pang was there. Unless it was the ghost of yeah, Darren Pang. Maybe, was, maybe Darren Pang's ghost yeah. lives here. <laughs> Can you have a ghost if you're not? Well, ghosts don't even exist. Why am I even having a ghost? <laughs> Can you have a ghost if you're not dead? <laughs> uh, yeah, so mm. a lot of people were requesting Ronnie stories last night from uh, Jeremy Taggart. Now people want some stories from the road. Yeah. Oh, he well, has a Ronnie story, though. Oh, oh he, he has a Ronnie story. Well, okay. listen, let, uh, let Taggart decide what stories he wants to tell. Maybe he just wants the story tells of stories of life. Maybe he just wants to tell stories about the sticky buddy. Oh, my God, that was good. Or stories of the Sky Dome. Well, uh, Taggart's been to the Sky Dome more than once, for sure. Jeremy Taggart may have been. I'm surprised he wasn't in the uh, the roll call of who's who. That was a bit a bit before, well, 94, and Our Lady Peace was not, uh, about 94, maybe? Taggart, uh, what time, when did Our Lady Peace form? When did the band form? 93. 93, so you could have been in that Sky Dome opening video. You guys could have yes, played it. I was, I, I, uh, I could have been there. <laughs> Instead, they had Glass Tiger <laughs> and the Thicker. Oh yeah. man! So you, so your, your uh, podcast co-host Jonathan Torrens' theory is that Alan Thick had instant regret upon walking out on that stage with Andrea Martin. Do you concur? I would think so. Wouldn't <laughs> you? I mean, he's a he's a pretty smart guy. You yeah. know, he knows when. Uh, he knows when a train has clearly gone off the rails. <laughs> well, he, they probably there. gave him a great sales pitch. Said this is world class facility. This is a state of the art. Is something no one's ever seen this before. This will be better than the Olympic opening ceremonies. Thick <laughs> Martin, <laughs> glass, uh, tiger. glass tiger, Brian Williams in a helicopter. You know the thing about that whole thing is is. Uh, I'm glad we don't do that stuff anymore. I don't think we do. But that was kind of the normal thing when when. Canada had an opportunity on the big stage to do something, they would usually just throw some really random poor cheese into the mix and just wreck it. And that's a prime example of that. But I, I think we're past that these days. I think uh, if you can get Drake with a lint roller. Yeah, that's good. Go. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we just <clears throat> we get one star and then we call it a day instead of trying to get Dave, Dave Thomas and Andrea Martin. I remember remember that umpire singing singing or remember that that uh, guy singing the anthem grabbing his pants guy in the Florida game last year. 
Grabbing his so pants. Creed, oh, that Creed guy. You were obsessed with that guy. <laughs> Which guy? I know what he's story? talking about. You know, I just want to talk about that guy <laughs> and how great that was again for, for a second. Is that possible? Guys? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was at the was at the New Marlins Stadium. I think it was, it was even a spring training game or something. <laughs> and like he that. was really he's singing, perfect. and they just grabbed his junk. Or oh something? yeah, it was very no, subtle. No, he was blowing it hard, and he kind of grabbed his pants in desperation of, like, everything's going to be okay. Oh, not really. He was thinking the lyrics were tied up in his junk. Yeah, and if you can just remember it, I would like you to see it again, because I remember even when you guys put that on on the Sports Center. Uh, the laugh that came out of O'Toole's <laughs> mouth was like this. I think it was like from a spring weed. training game. I think it was spring training. I my yeah. memory's being jogged. Yeah, it's this long-winded. It was this wheeze in the background because you hadn't seen it. The, the first time it came on, you didn't know anything about it, and you were done, man. That's the best O'Toole reaction. So, I, I, whenever I send clips to Patrick to play on the pod, I I never want Dan to see them because we just had one of those good. moments. We had the the sticky buddy or the sticky kitty. Oh yeah, what that yeah. guy? Sticky buddy. The Sticky Buddy, someone redid the commercial and voiced it over themselves. Uh, you'll hear it on the podcast. It's gold. That's great. That Yeah, that guy's uh, – remember the, the – he, didn't he, like, beat up a hooker and get, like, oh, no, no. ripped no, open you're, or something? You're, think, uh, you're thinking a <laughs> sticky dude. That's the guy who um, had uh, oh. a run-in with a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Slap oh, Chop? Yeah. Was that Slap Chop? Slap yeah, Chop Yeah, yeah, that guy. Who well, also, what was that guy's name? I think that's why he wears that little Vince, Garth Brooks Vince. mic, so it covers the scar. Hey, Vince here. That's how he would start everything. Uh, yeah. We can't. You're not allowed to make fun of the sticky guy? Um, No, we can. He sent his stickies. What happened there? Would that fall down? Yeah. That is straight. Everything all right, boy? Yeah, everything's good over here. Uh, Sorry about that, Tiger. Uh, Jeremy Taggart, um, people wanted to hear stories from the road, but I heard you don't have stories from the road. You're going to tell a Ronnie story. Yeah, you know what? I, I figured last week was more kind of a catch-up. It wasn't really a Ronnie story. I, I, people deserve to hear a good one. And I've never told the story of why he stopped playing music professionally. Oh. And it's a doozy. Oh. I believe it was probably 1978 or so. Good year. Uh, good year. He, he was, uh, he'd been playing drums for, uh, for a long time, uh, for decades. And uh, professionally and doing pretty well, but at this point, you know, four young kids, uh, and it was it was around uh, you know December and uh, just coming up to New Year's, and he always had a New Year's gig, and I I think things had dried dried up a little bit, uh, I would assume with uh, the era of disco and whatnot with the clubs and the line, there was a sense of a little drying of the scene for for the the jazz and the rock stuff that he was playing. So uh, I just, uh, from my, this is more from my mother's perspective because I was like three years old at the time, and I do remember some of this. Some of this, but uh, he, he uh, was on the phone talking about, uh, the, I guess the, the the New Year's gig possibility, and then he just like hung, slammed the phone down, and my my mom was like, "What's what's the matter?" And he just kind of didn't say anything, and then. Went downstairs to where his drums were, and uh, I do remember a little bit of this part. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> I was just a baby, and all of a sudden the sound of thunder and smashing started downstairs. And he, 
literally tore apart his drums with his bare hands, like Whoa. smashed them to shreds. Cymbals were torn apart. The drums were in shambles, like crunched up. Everything just like like if if you took it into a press and got it squished up. He just <laughs> tore them apart. Wow. In this like you know clear blind rage, and that was it. He was uh, he was done with drums and music. Didn't uh, I never saw him play other than like sit down for fun on my drums ever again. Like, uh, but he was full on, a hundred percent. That was what he did. Wow. And that was it. Was that the first full on tear things apart rage you had witnessed from Ronnie? Well, in terms of, I get more sonic witnessing, but, uh, yeah, I guess uh, the understanding of, you know, this is, that was, you know, that's just pure trauma at that point when you're three. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's yeah like, three years uh, old. That would be like the, oh, doctor, kind of trauma. So what was the phone call? They said, Ronnie, gig's off. Yeah, it must have been. like Yeah, yeah Ronnie, Ronnie, gig's yeah, off. Quite, <laughs> there, no, no dice on that gig, eh, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're getting Donna Summer. Ronnie. Yeah, no, it was probably, you know, like, it's, you know, back then, I don't know, the Diamond or whatever. Maybe but, Toronto or something. Or some, some place downtown. And <laughs> Toronto. That was it. Because, you know, the, the New Year's gig was a huge paycheck. Sure, uh, yeah. For a musician. Still probably is, but, uh, yeah, that was it for Ronnie and music. Ron- he picked up the tablas for a light-hearted hobby after that. Ronnie, you ever hear the Glass Tiger? Either <clears throat> or I. They booked them, though. They booked them for New Year's. Oh, Glass Tiger, eh? Oh, yeah. man, eh? Uh, still going, still going. They are. Yeah, you, you bet. Can still, uh, you can catch the, uh, you can catch the fru once in a while up here. Fru got in a little trouble. I remember. Uh, was it a couple years ago? Because he wrote that Canada's song theme yeah. song for the the Maple Leafs. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. This? yeah. Have you heard that? It's like. Did oh, he get in trouble? How did he get in trouble? Oh, this is Canada's song. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> because he was like saying, "Well, the Leafs are Canada's team," and then all these, you know. Oh. They're not Canada's team. They're Toronto's yeah. team. But. That's like that's like when uh, artists put out a Christmas album and they try to invent a new Christmas song. Can't right. be done. Sorry. Right. We don't want to hear your new it, Christmas It was a good song, actually, for, for what it was, but the mistake was saying that the Leafs are Canada's team. And then he was on Twitter defending himself. Like, of course. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, Fru. All yeah, I can think of is, cool. isn't Fru just... Cheering for Glasgow Rangers or Celtic or something? What would the uh, song be called here? Um, go Leafs, Go, Canada Song, Alan Frew. I think if you Google those Canada. things, you'll, we'll find it. And then what, do you, what, are you doing, what are you doing today, uh, Alan? I'm oh, just practicing <laughs> my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Working on my arms. Practicing my accent. Uh, yeah, this well, is it. We found it. Well, Watching old Connery movies. Just <laughs> aged, I got to get older with my voice. Tagger, we found the song. Okay, here we go. Not a good start. Yeah. Positive. Positive beginnings with the yes. Wow. Right. Okay, I can't. No, 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 keep going. Right? Okay, good, good. Why is there always some Celtic feel? Always. Yeah. The ponds? The call of the ponds? Okay, here we go. I like the chorus. 
Oh, I thought that, that part it says Gold Leaf Scope. Come on. Yeah, where's the Gold Leaf okay. Scope part? Okay. See what you've done to us here. Holy crap. I'm going to know that, and I know it now. I can play that song now. You just get down behind the skins and just hammer away on that. Do they put out that song and think, okay, everyone at Maple Leaf Gardens or everyone at the Air Canada Center is going to sing this every game? Probably. Yeah. How is that possible? Or they uh, maybe they think that little kids will hear it, and they they will think it's catchy, and then they'll sing it, and and then it'll be a nostalgia thing for them. Yeah, well, people forget that the only reason that that intro to Hockey Night in Canada was, like, in our head was because we heard it so long. Right. Like, that's the only reason. It has nothing to do with other than that. Now that you hear it, like, it just doesn't really do anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah, good thing TSN <laughs> spent so much money on it. <laughs> hey, what are we going to do with that one now? Uh, have it going while Duffy is there talking? Like, going to throw some... I think... Maybe they'll use it for analysis. Maybe they'll use it for CFL tagger. Maybe that'll be the Canadian football. Can't they? Can they use it for like a wake-up alarm for people? You can buy it a dollar on iTunes. There you go. That's a good idea. I like listen. I would listen to it just for jogging. (laughs) (laughs) How long is it actually? The is is the can we play that version? The hockey theme? No. Oh, right. Pa- Patrick's pointing out probably legally we can't. Yeah, play we that. can play that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not asking you to play. It. I wanted to. Hey, guys, you ever notice how Patrick's getting hammered on Twitter all the time? Oh, Poor I know. Guy, eh? I know. Poor guy. Well, I, know. I just got to say that people don't realize that everybody in that room are doing that on the goodness out of their own heart. Exactly. No Everyone. Yeah. Ex- exactly. There's no extra, like, paycheck for doing the Jay and Dan pod. These guys are all busting their balls to get it out and all that's just. Give Thank him you, a break, Tiger. folks. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, uh, Mike, and, you, you know, care to uh, comment on that? Also I mean, I be understanding think... to the fact that Canadians miss you guys and wish you came back. And it's probably, you know, they know it's not going to happen, but they still got to take some anger out, and they figure Patrick's a good way to get that, yeah, too. I can see yeah. that. Yep. He, he doesn't deserve it, though. No. And not, no, not at all, man. Jim, Jim's probably the highest paid engineer in the building, so we do we do have uh, We blew our budget on Jim. <laughs> Good. You know what? He fucking deserves yeah. it. Yeah. He does. He yes. should he be. Does. Oh, Panger. He Panger heard me because, swear there. I think he oh, was frightened. He did his time at the Scientology lab there, so that's why he gets the big box. <laughs> okay. And we, Panger's coming on after Taggart, so we don't want to get into a sticky situation again. Yes, oh, no, right. I don't want to step on it. We've had a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> let me let myself out. <laughs> Tiger, you're the best. I want to get more into Alan Frew next week. So that's almost like a tease for next week. I don't know because you know I'm going to have to like see him at some golf tournament yeah. and yeah. just get the stink eye and I'm, yeah. you know I hate that. You know what? I don't want that to happen to you. No. Uh, you know true. it'll happen. Yeah, it will happen. All right, okay. Well, we'll leave the Frew discussion for a I private have- time. I figure we got it enough anyway that I'll get the thing guy plenty. No, yeah, that's the first song that song's been played in years. That's true. Whoa, <laughs> oh, this is Canada's song. Go, please, go. What did you think of that take, boys? Loved it, Alan. Hey, what happened to your accent? Oh, it's Bach now. Oh, it's Bach. <laughs> okay, see you guys later. Love Thanks. you, buddy. Thanks, Dad. Uh, now, we mentioned... Uh, that Darren Pang was coming on for five-minute major. He's no. going to talk Stanley Bank Cup show. final for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> very upset that he wasn't here when I called him before. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Darren Pang! Yes! Come on in here. Woo! Yeah! Bring it in. Bring it in. There it is. Oh. Right. 
Should we let you guys have a moment? Uh, yeah, there we go. Good to see you. Come on, have a seat. How are you? Have you ever heard that song, Derek? I love the Canada song. I feel like in this headset, like there's a shark there. Yeah, it's gonna do 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 something yeah. poking through. Maybe. maybe it's a football, like a CFL. Yeah. <laughs> blue forty. Oh, blue forty four. Hut, hut, hut. You're the new quarterback of the Ottawa Red Blacks, Panger. Oh, hey, the Red Blacks are back. The CFL's back tickets. in Ottawa. Oh, who did Fred Blitnikoff end up playing for? Uh, Montreal Alouettes at the it, very end. I think it was you the. Uh, I think it was the Halifax School. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I, was a, I was a big Alouettes fan growing up. Were you big Alouettes? Fan. Not a rough. Johnny Rogers fan? was number twenty. Oh. Remember when Johnny Rogers was there? Oh man, Johnny you're, Rogers, you're Heisman like, Trophy winner. Talking way early. Way I, I wore number time. twenty in lacrosse all the time because of Johnny Rogers. Wow, wore number yeah. twenty. Gary Payton. Good Gary money. Payton did. That's uh, right. Uh, th- there's a good question to start with. Uh, okay, we got to work the timer. With, we only oh, yeah. have five minutes. Uh, okay, yeah. but first, I, before we set the timer, before we set the timer, okay, I just want to ask Panger about, about Payton, because this is fascinating. You've yep. been around him all week. Yep. Uh, we've come to love him so much. Just your thoughts on this this fascinating human being and Hall of Famer of the NBA. Never sure what's going to come out of his mouth, <laughs> yes. which I love to death. Yeah. I, I think that's what makes great TV. Yep. I think the set on Fox Sports 1 is perfect. For him. Yeah. You know, I think there's some guys that might struggle with that type of conversation, but he is, you're, I, I just wait. Personally, even when I'm sitting there in the avocado room, um, <laughs> Which is I just, what we call I, the green room. I just wait for him to kind of say something, you know? Yeah. And, Suck it up. And, and, and some things I don't understand what's coming out of his mouth. I'll be quite honest with you. You know, uh, and, then, and then all of a sudden, then he stops and re, re, redoes it again. And regroups, and then yeah. it's like, this is great. This is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he's just a, cool. you know, just a normal guy. And I, I same with Donnie Marshall. has been fantastic. Yeah. I went out and played a little golf with Donnie, and I've gotten to know Andy Roddick now, too. And I, I just think the entire hey, group is fantastic. Easy name dropper. Come on. Yeah. I, I know. I, you know what? Gretz told me never to name drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now the timer. Five-minute major. Okay, okay here we go. What do we got? Okay. Kings Hawks. Was that the greatest series you've ever seen? Greatest ever? <laughs> Most emotional. You know what? Most, Most emotional yeah. ever. Really? Most, Most emotional? Because it didn't seem like there was that much pure you know animosity. Two, two goal lead, gone. Oh, Vanquished. Yeah. Uh, you know, down 3-1, 4-3 in your favor. I think just the... I think the turn of events and the emotion of it and the quality of play, these are two great defensive teams. It shows you how great the offensive players are. So, yeah, for that... I would say it, it's it's left an indelible mark in my memory did, already. Did the right team win? I I chose L.A. to win it, so yeah. I'm going to have to say right or <laughs> so, yes. right or wrong. Somebody is going to say, "Hey, you used to play for the Chicago Blackhawks. You're cheering for the Blackhawks." I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I just evaluate the players, the core group, what they've been through, how to defend a Stanley Cup. Uh, championship again, it's too hard to defend again. And I, I think the, the Chicago Blackhawks gave it everything they had. They're just out of gas a little bit, just that much. And the LA Kings wanted to prove that they could do it again. The thing I liked best about that series, all the players said how they all played fair. Yeah. That you rarely hear that. No one yeah. complained about there the other no team. There was no tickling some guy's nose no, and doing no, all that stuff right. like the so basketball. no one was dying. Lance Stevenson. Lance and Stevenson. Once, I don't know what player said it, but it, I, he actually said no one was trying to cheat. Yeah. I'd wow. never heard a hockey player say that. Well, and that's why, you know, 
mo- really when you impressive. said most emotional, I almost felt like it was it was almost a throwback in the sense that it was there was no kind yeah. of emotion. Yeah, I, I meant the, the gamut of emotions from a fan's point of view right. and from a game like from to period watch to period. As a viewer. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're. I, I've never seen it that two high end quality teams like that could go toe to toe like Ali Frazier and 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 relinquish leads like they did yeah. in the old days. And this is a tribute. I mean, I hate to say to the lockout, but the game changed from that lockout in 2005, and we've seen the game open up. We've seen skill from east to west instead of north-south. Yeah. And east-west makes it a much more difficult game to play. You have to, you have to move side to side, and there's no more difficulty in defending when you have to move side to side. The quality of the goals, the fun, the never give up, never die attitude, I thought it was outstanding. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. Meanwhile, so Rangers, Kings, who do you like? I like the L.A. Kings. I'm, yeah. I'm staying with the West. Really? Um, I'm staying saying, with we, the West. We keep saying they're going to be too tired. but I'm, I'm not going on that. I, and I think the break between game one and two is going to be very, very important. I think Daryl Sutter is going to be telling his team, we want to be that team for two days to be up one nothing, mm-hmm. And we want the New York Rangers sitting around L.A. being down one nothing, And they can go to Beverly Hills and Santa Monica and, you know, whatever. Hang but, out with Onright. But, but we the want them thinking – about what's going to happen right. here. So, um, I, and I and this is, I think the the New York Rangers are a phenomenal story. Smaller, fast, quick. The, the way that they play, they've got a great goalie in Lundqvist, who I think has the slight edge in this series. But I, I just think that they will get frustrated with the way that the West plays. The West will. I, I've got a nickname for Jared Stoll, and I've told him this before. I call him Slasher, and and Slasher is a slasher because he'll he'll slash fifty eight times during a game, and I say this with all credit to him. And he gets caught once, and he looks at the referee like, what? what? <laughs> well, they establish it early. They yeah. will interfere. They'll box you out. They'll, rub, you know, they'll hit you a couple of times, and they're going to get away with it. I think it's going to frustrate the New York Rangers in seven games. Okay. How the hell did the New York Rangers get here? No yeah. one predicted them to make it this far. No, they didn't. They, they didn't. And, and I would say if there was a turning point, it was so sad to say it, but I think the death of Marty St. Louis' mother – yeah. At the time that she passed away, and the fact that he came back and played a day later galvanized their, their locker room. And I think it, it says did. an awful lot about their coaching staff, their players inside that room, that, that they came together at that moment. Because quite often now you've got excuses built in all the way around. But Marty, Marty has played really, really well, his best hockey this season. And... Uh, you know, I, I just think it's I think it's a wonderful story with the New York Rangers. I can't wait. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So you're gonna be hanging out with us in the Fox Sports Live studio. We're gonna oh, be yeah. chatting hockey. We're gonna bring chatting it to the people. Puck. We're gonna yeah. be bringing it to the people. It's the House of Pang. I love it. And will you will <laughs> That's you come what the on? segment is called House yeah. of Pang. <laughs> Were you, will we now did you come up with that? No, no, I didn't. I, I what do you, how do you really feel about it? You can be honest with I us. I like it. All right. Pang means pain. Yeah. You know? Uh oh. well, that means Whoa. I guess the five minutes is Where's up. Jack Bauer? Who do you work for? <laughs> Who do you work for? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, where's, Darren Payne. Where's Chloe? <laughs> Wait, is that all Jack Bauer says in the <laughs> show? That, look, she was on it. Yes. She's shorter than I am. Jack Bauer yeah. walks into a Starbucks. Who do you work for? <laughs> Starbucks. Starbucks. And, and say it louder. <laughs> I love him. You, I've really never seen the show. We ha- we don't have Kiefer on the uh, Wall of Fame. We have to have Kiefer on the Wall yeah. of Kiefer and Donald. Maybe next week we'll get Kiefer and Donald. Can we get a two for one? Can we oh. do that? A little twofer? Yeah. Kiefer, Donald, the, and Tommy Douglas? The, uh, where, where's the bomb? It didn't go off. <laughs> well, what happened? We're good? It will. Oh! Don't worry, it will. 
It will. That sounds like Keenan pulling me for another game. <laughs> like a, and then a hook's going to come out after that. You know, we really need to do a whole podcast with just talking about your your relationship with Mike Keenan. I think that'd player. be fantastic. Yeah, that would be a lot of Before fun. Before you yeah. to leave, so hopefully yeah. it's not a quick series, that you're here for another week or so. I'm here for the entire finals. Yeah. And then training camp. And then I'm just I'm I I love living in your basement. It's so good. <laughs> hey, that one Chesterfield that you have down yeah. there with the cover on it, right? It smells a bit like cat pee. All it the, does. All yeah. All the ball yeah. gags and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, there no, there not was that. Not that. No, no. I'm, I'm totally. I am hey, totally I off on the wrong tangent. I don't even there. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean neither. Uh, thanks for coming in, Banger. <laughs> My pleasure. I appreciate it. I've when re- the timer runs out, we expect that you just leave. Oh, shoot. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, buddy. Good seeing you. <laughs> Not, you didn't have to run away, but thanks, Panger. <laughs> Panger needed to be Bye, in Panger. He's He's a character. He has really fit in with well with the, the crew here, too. People are like, you guys didn't tell us Panger was this great. Uh, the makeup ladies love him, by the way. Ooh, classic panger coming in and getting all the attention of the ladies. Way to go, panger. Thanks a lot. Uh, so that was Five Minute Major with uh, Darren Pang. How are we looking at time for the podcast? We're at an hour and a half almost, uh, right? Yeah. But that's okay. We should, we should call Shreggs. we got to get Shreggs Peter Schrager on one last call. to-do list. I have to say, very thrilled uh, to you listeners and viewers of the podcast that you're embracing Peter Schrager, our uh, NFL on Fox Insider and FoxSports.com writer Peter Schrager so much. My wife... Shrek's her favorite thing on the podcast right now. She loves him. Yeah, thinks he, he's hilarious. He's gonna is he gonna go on a rant or is he gonna tell us about a trip that he just took? I think he's going on a rant and maybe also talking about the trip he just took, which was a, to a bachelor party in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, home of Andy Erotic. Oh well, way to tell everyone where Andy lives. So he gets kidnapped. <laughs> Well, where's Andy? <laughs> Who do you work for? I'm here in Austin. Where do the Roddicks live? I'm going to kidnap them. <laughs> so is that is that settled next week? Kiefer, Donald, and Tommy Douglas, father of we cannot, we can't do socialized three. medicine in Canada. He, we'll get the Sutherlands. That's the gr- grandpa, father, son. No, I guess not because Tommy Douglas isn't Donald Sutherland's father. I was going to say. Shirley Douglas's. If we can find a picture of Really? Three, so we'll they're related? Tommy Douglas is Kiefer Sutherland's grandfather. I never knew that. Yeah, it's pretty neat, eh? Wow. Yeah. And he was named in a CBC poll. They did like poll the greatest Canadian ever. Tommy Douglas was named the greatest Canadian ever because he... Kiefer Sutherland, number two. He should be at least number five. He wasn't right on after the list I, that I got all these people from. Okay, per- perfect. Great. He wasn't on it? No, he wasn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know who'd be on the, the list of greatest New Yorkers. Who? Peter Schrager. I agree. Well, or greatest New Jerseyites. Schrags, what is it? Is it New Jerseyites? New Jersey is where I grew up, but I, I am a New Yorker now. But yeah, a Jerseyite is what you might want to call it. I grew up on the Jersey Shore, if that wasn't obvious enough for everyone listening. <laughs> you actually went to high school with the situation, did you not? We were neighboring towns. Uh, New Mike Sorrentino, a.k.a. the situation. Don't know if the Jersey Shore hit. Canada or not. But, oh, it's uh, huge, we, 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 did, we did know each other, and uh, I got to say, all things aside, Mike Sorrentino, a good guy. Yeah, he kind of <laughs> got the he kind of got a bad rap there, I think. Bad rap, and I think a lot of people from New Jersey are scared of the Jersey Shore television show. I think it gave us a bad image, but 
in their heart of hearts, they all know uh, there was a sliver of truth in every one of those conversations had on that show and every single action on that show. It was a pretty fair depiction of life on the Jersey Shore. I will say you were just asking if it, if it hit Canada. It was huge in Canada. First two sure. seasons, yeah. record-breaking. Massive up there. Yeah. Ugh. Everyone loves it. Shrek, sorry we're late. I mean, we're just crammed with information. Today. And Andy Roddick had the studio before us. And, and Bill Ryder. Bill Ryder and Andy Roddick. <laughs> for the Roddick and Ryder podcast. It smelled like tennis toots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is. I'm a, hey, I'm, a, I'm a Jay and Dan guy. Speaking of uh, Andy Roddick, you were, in, uh, you were in Austin, Texas this weekend, my friend. Oh, my God. So, fellas, I got a quick story. You'll love this one. Um, so it was my friend's bachelor party. I haven't been on a bachelor party in a few years. We're in our 30s now. It's not like it used to be. Uh, but we all rallied together, all my college buddies, for our friend's Austin, Texas bachelor party. Never been to Austin. Uh, just knew it as the home of Matthew McConaughey and Vince Young. Didn't know much more about it. There's a South by Southwest festival that seems to go on for 52 weeks of the year based on Twitter. Uh, but we all... <laughs> We all descended upon here, and i got to tell you guys, there's a new addition to the bachelor party that I was not aware of two years ago, and it's the world of Tinder. Yeah, Tinder's uh, changed it, the game. It, it, it has changed the game. Uh, it is doing more for single men right now than alcohol ever has. Uh, it, basically, we land in Austin, and my friend Andy is single, and immediately he dials up the Tinder. So I'm like, whoa, what is this thing? I don't really know. You swipe right if you like a girl, swipe left if you don't. He's swiping right just at a crazy pace. Everyone is acceptable. <laughs> there, is, there, is no, there is no filter. There is no funneling of anyone. Any girl from age 21 to 39 is just acceptable at this point. So he links up with one of them, all right? Links up with one of them on this. I don't know how it works. So I guess if they like you and you like them, her name was He links up with it's Friday morning, and all day throughout the day, Andy is, like, in the corner snickering to himself. He's having a full-on <laughs> romance with <laughs> from Tinder, all right? So we're looking at her pictures. She's very attractive, and we go out at night. Saturday night, or Friday night, we're all excited to get out together. We're having a couple cocktails. He is still distant from the group, and he's having this love affair on his <laughs> phone with this girl. So finally, he's like, guys, we have to go to the Dogwood Bar. And we're having a good time where we are. We're like, where's the Dogwood Bar? It's on the other part of town. He's like, I'm going to link up with and there's going to be 10 of her friends. So we're oh. all just like, oh, we got to see this. This, yeah. is, this is fantastic. Tinder, thank you. Uh, <laughs> get from the gods. So we get in cabs or pedicabs, whatever it is. We get there. In we walk, and right away, Andy links eyes with this Guys, she's beautiful. She is a southern girl, perfect look, so friendly, welcomes us, introduces us. Immediately, the wingman I am, I say, let's all go to the bar, and it's It's her friend, Kissy, sweetheart, and me and Andy. And I say to the bartender, lovely young lady, a UT Austin student, I say, I'll have four shots of tequila. You know, tequila, I think that's a nice icebreaker. Let's do it. Yeah. Immediately, these girls look at each other. I don't know what their story was the rest of the night. Andy's looking at me like, all right, strong move, strong move. Get the tequila lined up. All right, cheers to everyone being together. You guys finally meeting. This is going to be great. Maybe uh, we have a match in Austin. The girls take the shots. Whatever her name is, puts the shot glass down, you know, wipes her eyes. Says, okay, that was tough. Her friend immediately vomits all over the bar. (laughs) (laughs) On the bar? On the bar. But here's, the, seen here's the best thing. So now me and Andy are looking at each other, just dumbfounded. Like, what? Are you, what is this? What is the move here? And the kid, she, she's like apologetic at first, just like, oh my god, oh my god. And then her friend lifts her, lifts her eyes up from the ground after just vomiting everywhere, and she still got vomit all over her upper lip. Oh, poor. Kid. 
Within <laughs> seconds, guys, these two girls and their eight friends disappeared, never to be seen from again. Oh, yeah, they're embarrassed. They they're can't see oh, their faces mortified. again. Aww. Andy, Andy is texting her like, "I thought we had something." He's invested ten hours <laughs> right. in a He's trying to salvage something that's gone something. already. Like, hey, uh, do you want to go out for breakfast? We'll go to brunch, get some eggs. You know, huevos, huevos rancheros. We're in Texas. Let's do what the Texans do. But no, there's none of that. There's none of it. Oh. Yeah, there's, there's no rebounding from throwing up on the bar. Like, if you did it in the washroom or the uh, the restroom, you could get away with it. Yeah. You come back and say, hey, guys, it I feel great. It was so immediate. It was so immediate. It was just, it was just a, like I pressed a button. I just pressed a button. She took that shot, and then boom, everything. <laughs> really, I mean, it made for a great story, but my friend was none too pleased. And he's looking at me. He's like, tequila? Like, why tequila? Could have been anything else. You could have gotten them. A vodka drink. Anything. He was blaming uh, you. It would have been great if she set it down. Yep, happens every time. <laughs> Why the <laughs> f*** would you do it? It's what I do. It's my thing. My I trademark. mean, maybe she just, she had never done a shot of tequila. And she was like, you know what? I'll, I'm in Austin. I'll she give it a go. to take it, though. It wasn't like she hesitated. Like, she was all in. Like, yeah, hey, like, you know, do it. And then immediately vomit everywhere. And then I asked the bartender, I go, have you ever seen that? And she looks at me and she goes, yeah, it happens all the time. Like, oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, it is a college Maybe now. not the upper Maybe not the upper lip remnants, but everything in the bar. <laughs> oh yeah, that happened. Uh, uh, Schrager, your uh, your uh, Game of Thrones analogy from two weeks ago is still uh, resounding with people. We're getting uh, tweets all the time. People saying, is sending us articles saying, "Oh yeah, just like the Game of Thrones <laughs> red wedding." Uh, so now that you've mentioned it, I see it everywhere. So thanks a lot. Uh, do you have a yeah. new rant this week in which you wanted to set people straight? Yeah, we did the Game of Thrones two weeks ago. That one's still going. We did the soccer obnoxious fans. That one's still going. Oh, by the way, Champions League on Fox had, like, the highest rating ever. Thank you. Okay, anyway, moving right <laughs> along. Uh, my rant today is against any conversation whatsoever over whether an NFL quarterback is elite. All right, let me explain, guys. Yeah. These are the most mind-numbing, pain-inducing debates in society now. That is fully filled with mind-numbing, pain-inducing debates. Is he elite is the question, right? So you notice these debates only occur in the dog days of the NFL offseason, usually generated by some article, and then every, every single screaming, talking head network television show or radio show runs with it. I hate this topic. Uh, I'm not sure if they do this in Canada in the offseason, if like in the summer of 08 there was some great debate about Casey Printers or Kevin <laughs> Glenn. I'm not sure. Uh, but for you Canadian listeners... Here in the U.S. right now, there's something going on on all of the major networks uh, and talk radio. Is Tom Brady still elite? It's a burning hot topic. Uh, there's a website called Pro Football Focus. They did actually a strong statistical analysis on it. And I know those guys, and they broke it down, and basically he wasn't in their top five based on the stats. It's actually a good article. Go find it. Whatever. Fine. Someone <laughs> at the four-letter network picked it up, and it's now become all anything anyone can talk about. And the problem is with this is the elite thing is there is no tangible way to determine whether exactly. any quarterback is elite. Like, it doesn't, like, there was a debate two years ago, is Joe Flacco elite? Well, he won a Super Bowl. Does that make him elite? Same thing with Eli Manning. And before that, it was Romo. And then, uh, you know, to me, like, is Jay Cutler elite? Well, he's been to an NFC Championship game. I take him as my starting quarterback over a lot of guys. Does that make him elite? And, by the way, guys, side tangent here. I got a great Jay Cutler story for you. Can I give you a good Jay Cutler story? Yeah, yeah, Jay Cutler. Right. Smiling Jay. Jay Cutler. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. This one comes from a reader of mine, and I also have heard it in the in, – it's not confirmed, but it's a strong story and a reason why you will love Jay Cutler. We will assume this is 100% true. Don't <laughs> go with it. 
Cutler was apparently at a bar in Chicago uh, about a year ago or two years ago, and he's using the urinal. He's had a few drinks, and apparently he's sitting there at the urinal. It's a crowded bar, and a fan comes up next to him, and it's a Bears fan, Bears diehard, and comes right next to him, probably like a foot or like a couple inches from his face, and is like, Jay, I just want to tell you, like, I support you, and, I, you know, I know a lot of people in this town are tough on you, and, you know, you're my quarterback, and uh, I'm so glad to have you here. And, you know, with you and Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey, we've got to be going on and on. And he finishes it, and he's like, and I just want you to know, like, you're my guy. And Cutler finishes taking a piss, looks at the guy in the face, and just says, I don't care. Wow. And then walk, and then walks out of the bathroom. And this is apparently what Jay Cutler is. So I love that. I mean, this is a guy <laughs> who, even like a diehard fan, he's telling him, "I don't give a crap." So anyway, let's go on. Cutler's elite. Yeah, he's elite, elite, elite. Everyone's elite. The definition of elite, though, for everyone is different, right, guys? So if you're starting NFL quarterback, you're one of 32 men in the world who do this for a living. I would say that's fairly elite. And Correct. I don't know. It, it just gives reasons for talk radio shows and TV shows and Twitter pundits who literally cannot create their own content something to blabber about in June. And usually they'll do it with some awful hashtag attached to it or some terrible sponsor. I don't know if Tom Brady is elite. I don't care if Tom Brady is elite. You shouldn't either because – Literally, Tom Brady is sitting at home right now in a $40 million mansion next to Giselle Bunchen with three Super Bowl rings. Regardless of what your hot take is, it's not affecting his life well, maybe, at all. Well, uh, man, Tom Brady might be sitting there saying, Giselle, am I still elite? Am I elite, Giselle? They're talking about me on first take. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've got, I've got a talk show in Nashville or in you know, Omaha screaming about how I'm not one of their top seven quarterbacks. Does life go on? Does it go on? <laughs> I, I just, Do guys, you still I, love me? But yeah, there's no. I mean, what, what does elite mean? So I remember in the New York Post they had a thing like Eli elite with question mark, and I guess it was a pun because it was Eli and elite in the uh, first three letters. Uh, and then, New York. In the end, yeah. Just, Enough of the elite. Just let know. them play ball. Well, yeah, exactly. It's time to play ball. So elite, not elite. Jay, Dan, you guys are elite. I can't put anyone else in that conversation when it comes to podcasts. Your fans are elite. Holy moly, am I overwhelmed with the love that I'm getting on Twitter, and please send me more stuff, but uh, that is my rant today. Elite quarterbacks, don't know what it means, don't really care what it means. Uh, let's please just get to football season, and if you can't create your own articles or your own content, don't just tag along on someone else's and try to create something. It's really annoying. It's kind of what our show does every night. We do on our show every night, tracks. don't tell them. Yeah, last night there was a debate on your show. No, 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 don't say it. No, no, do it. Do no, it. don't. Do it. I was watching it. New York versus L.A., the better coast. Oh. That was Petros and Donnie, though. They're... I like those guys. I oh, like your I show. I, I wanted, I, but as a New Yorker, I could really defend New York over L.A., and then I was like, what am I getting worked up about? I'll, I'll just enjoy this. <laughs> hey, that, that was the goal. That's what you're supposed to get worked up. I know. There was no hashtag for me to tweet, so I didn't, <laughs> but I was thinking about it. Patrick, did you come up with that? No. Okay. Uh, thanks, Peter. Uh, sorry for the delay again. That won't happen again because uh, Roddick, if he's here late one more time, I'll puke on him. <laughs> yeah. I'll take one give shot him. and just barf all over <laughs> him. Give him. Give him the c <laughs> boy. <laughs> See you, my friend. Thanks, Shregs. Love you guys. Enjoy. Love you too, buddy. Peter Schrager, Fox Sports uh, Football Insider, Fox College, no, NFL draft expert. He's our draft expert. He's already got his top 50 prospects for next year. And he also writes for GQ. Yeah. And he wrote a book with someone. Uh, Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. Yeah. 
Yeah, go check it all out. Go to go, you got to follow. No story I want to hear. No story I want to hear in the reading a book. That puke girl, pukey the story. It's just her with like a little puke on her lip on the cover, like. Puked again. I love to do a shot. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, poor Patrick. I really killed him there. Uh, before sorry. we uh, jet off, a special. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pat. A special hello to um, podcast uh, friend of the podcast, Jory, who's uh, recovering from a uh, knee surgery. He missed the podcast. Uh, we, we spoke of Jory before. He was out at our house before and in California, and he helped. You move into our house while uh, my wife and I went to a doctor's appointment way back when. Oh yeah, yeah, back yeah, so, uh, in your in the townhouse. Yeah, yeah in Sudbury. So Jory's yeah, uh, recovering. That. Hope you're uh, feeling better. He was eating that, bone that, marrow. That was a, that was a story. Uh, can you come over and help me move? There's one other guy here, and we're leaving for a doctor's appointment. <laughs> the Dan O'Toole story. <laughs> it worked out all great. I love a shot. <laughs> Oh, you got Flemmy there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Engineer Jim, we've got to hammer out a story of yours next week. Yeah, we went over it. How, how long are we right now? Like an hour 20. Oh, crap. Yeah, we, how did we get so long? Because we're, it's just we've got so much great stuff. <laughs> but... Why do you keep ordering shots? Because I love them. I love the bar. Another round. Give me more tequila. Watch what I can do. Uh, so thanks to Darren Pang, uh, Jeremy Taggart, uh, Patrick, Mike, Vader, Engineer Jim. Alan Thick. Uh, Ian. Ian, who started the podcast and left. here. Ben. Donald Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Tommy Douglas. Pete Schrager. Rachel McAdam. <laughs> Sorry. I hope to, I hope there's a shot in hell that she hears this podcast. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Oh, and uh, thank you to uh, my brother Vince. Elvis has just left the building. There's no one